Hello, welcome to the Healthcare Marketing Underground podcast for the week of July 6, 2015. This is episode 263, and I am Chris Bevelo, EVP at Revive Health. Joining me today are Adam Meyer, also at Revive, and Chris Boyer. It's just the three of us today, guys. Yeah. Just the three of us. <laughs> you and I. We can make it if we try. <laughs> just the three of us. You and I. You Wait, two and, and I. You two and I. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it could be you and I. Woo, a, little point, so. a, little, a little Bill Winters there. Nice. Is that Bill Winters? Yeah. No. Yeah. No way is that Bill Winters. Look it up. Okay. That's um, <laughs> Jeffrey Osborne or somebody. Um, I'm pretty sure because I put that on. I was listening to Bill Winters on Spotify the other Bill day. Bill Winters is old, is he not? Yeah. Yeah, That's this is Bill. like, we're talking like late 70s, early no. 80s, Winters. dude. No, no. I was yeah. listening to it. Me and my girlfriend were listening to it the other were day. Were you trying out the new Apple Music listening to it? No, we were doing it through Spotify. Cause, so um, Withers, you got it. Yeah. Will Smith, that's what I'm thinking of. That's what no, thinking. Grover Washington. Yeah, well, didn't Will Smith do like a rap version of it kind of? With like his son was in the video or something? Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, see? Yeah, yeah. So I haven't canceled my Spotify yet. I still have it, but I've been trying the Apple Are you going to go music. to Apple Music? I don't know. Chris, I'm of oh, your, I've, of your mindset. We're, we're jumping right into the deep end now, aren't we? <laughs> we I'm, of your, I'm of your mindset on iTunes <laughs> that it's like, good, for the love of God, could you possibly cram anything more it's impossible into to iTunes? Use. Yeah. Just, yeah. just try to download a movie. Just yeah. try to rent a movie. Yeah. You're all over the place. You're like, where is it? Oh, it's in the video app. No. If I want to buy it, though, I switch over to iTunes. And, yeah. And where are my purchase stuff? Over in this little link over here that you would never, ever find. Yeah. <laughs> unless somebody told you where to look and yeah. it's horrible it's and now ridiculous. i've heard that like um i've seen some initial reviews of apple music and it seems to be as convoluted it is it is i've tried is that it. right i've tried it there's a few things that were cool like when you up front you kind of when you sign up you get in there and you kind of specify the genres that you like with the bubbles yeah map. and you like yeah. click one click it twice to make it bigger hold and hold the ones to go away and i will say that the recommendation if you want to call it the engine or whatever mm-hmm nailed it pretty good based on my preference that I put in there what it came back with for things to listen to were really good but it's hard to use it's not intuitive at all much what like all of my to Apple that was their that was what made them different was the simplicity of their design it is the problem right. with iTunes I think is that it is such a hub for for all iOS things for hooking up and that they're afraid right. to because like there's an iTunes for Windows that has all this stuff in there. So if now if they split it all apart for for Mac, which I think they should at this, they have to do it at this point sometime soon. They're going to have to try to figure out what to do then for like Windows people. And maybe they've got a they, Linux version. I don't know. And but. even the, like they split off their podcasts, like of all the things, the podcasts are pulled out of that. At least on the iOS stuff, because they're on still, the iOS, yeah, yeah, iTunes still has a podcast. You're right, they're still yeah, in there. Yeah, but, yeah, they're yeah. still in there. That's, anyway. that's an example. Podcast should be its own app. <laughs> music, music should be its own video. app. Video, video yeah. should yeah. be, Just and they are. There's a video out. app, and something for like your phone syncing. And There's stuff. a video app be a on iOS. App. Right. There is a. There is all those things. The problem is they all flow through iTunes. iTunes, yeah, right. Not separately. Yeah, it's a pain in the butt. Uh, but anyway, anyway, we digress. Okay. We digressed already <laughs> early on. We always digress. Okay, so um, let's dive in here on the Supreme Court ruling. I know you guys. I wasn't here last week, but you talked about it last mm-hmm. week briefly, right? Yeah, briefly. It just just happened. Like the the news was breaking right before with the show, so we only mm-hmm. touched on it a little mm-hmm. bit. So obviously, we all know the outcome of that. Now, uh, there's an interesting article in Modern Healthcare. Uh, titled, With Subsidies Protected, Hospital Leaders See Brighter Future. Uh, and I think what's interesting about it is, I guess I could have guessed some of this. And, and who knows? This is just one story. Maybe this person talked to four people and is blowing this up to represent <laughs> the whole industry. 
but literally there are words like glee and applause and i mean essentially these health system leaders are saying thank god we're so happy here quote we're just celebrating here today said dr richard Gillifan, ceo of trinity health which is a large system Mm -hmm. in our board meeting there was just a yahoo spontaneous shout and glee and then applause wow and there are others that reinforce that what are yahoo what yahoo Uh, I don't know. He didn't identify. <laughs> they still that. use Yahoo. <laughs> of course they do. Did his title start with a C? So why? So can you, you guys have read this? Did you read the story? Yes. No, I didn't. Okay. Not. So, so Adam, can react. you guess why there's so much glee? Sorry, I don't mean to put you on the spot. I can say it if you don't. If you're not sure. <laughs> I guess I can think of what. What? What is it? What would cause a CEO to have glee, just in general? Like, in, like if it's something in general, like beds are it, the beds are filled. Right. You're not but what does that capacity. give you? What does that give you? you uh, reimbursement for insurance, I suppose. But what's that? How do you get reimbursed? In what? Do you get reimbursed in cattle? Do you get reimbursed in In seed? this country? In oh, that would, you mean in know, money? That in money. Are we talking yes. about money? money? It all goes back to money. <laughs> yes, because it protects, it protects Obamacare's, um, you know, Obamacare's is primarily about the, the payer side of things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and pulling people into insurance and then subsidizing that. And so this protects... Uh, providers from having, you know, all these people who are insured all of a sudden become uninsured. uninsured. Right? That's right. And that's a huge problem for providers. So basically, all these people seeking care are now covered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a, that's a big deal. Someone else talks about how it's really important for population health. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's just really interesting because I don't know if you want to go political. Most hospital CEOs I know, not all of them, and I'm sure this is, it's variant. There's a, a lot of conservative hospital CEOs, as you can imagine, politically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and These are rich Absolutely. folks yep. and powerful folks, business folks. Uh, but this seems to be almost universally su- supporting it. It's because good for business. It's good for business. Comes, comes from the left, but it's good for business. It's good right? for business, That's right. yeah. That's right. Which is just, again, interesting. This whole thing came from a Republican idea way back right. when in yeah. Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's Mitt Romney's state? Was it Romney's state? That Romney. It was Romney Care, it. right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was Romney Care before it was Obamacare. It's just so interesting how things get twisted in this country. Right. And how Republicans have tried to repeal it like 48 times in the House of Representatives. Um, it just, you know. It's just interesting. Yeah. All yeah. because it came, I think, from where it came from, which was mm-hmm. a Democrat. There must be president. a difference. I mean, obviously, there's a difference between the, 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 the um, pharmacy side of their pharmaceuticals and mm-hmm. uh, the healthcare side of things here in terms mm-hmm. of reimbursement. Because um, it, when, when my son was requiring a lot of various medications, some were kind of specialized, we had a hell of a time finding a good a pharmacy, a reliable, dependable pharmacy to go to. And when we, when we had trouble with like Walgreens wasn't getting things right, the Target wasn't getting things right, we're finding like, let's just go to like a mom and pop, pop type place. And there was one across the river in Hudson we were going to use. And they basically said, no, we don't, we don't want your business because these medications, they, they, they flat out said because of Obamacare, it takes, we don't, you know, the time it takes to make these medicines, because mm-hmm. some of them had to be like pills that get crushed up into a liquid to then be suspended. That has or nothing whatever. to do with no, Obamacare. I no, I know. <laughs> but that was, that was, that was their justification <laughs> but I've heard for that it. They're like, they're, it takes yeah. too much time to make it. Sure. Yeah. And because of the, the t- right. that time and the re- what we get reimbursed, it's not, it's not worth it to us. So we don't want your business. And it was kind of like, what the hell? We were, when right. we were on a vacation in California, we, we went to a restaurant to eat and we had our tab and at the bottom of the tab, it said, 
um, employee yeah. HR benefit fee. No and way. Like, yeah. yeah. And it was like, it was like $2 rest. on a $80 bill or something. But I'm like, still, I wanted to like go to the manager and say, Hey, you can jam this, you know, yeah, <laughs> jam this where wherever. I mean, just come on. Wow. That's just bad business. Like yeah. Yeah. to me, yeah. I read that as political. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't supposed to be, but I think it is. I think it is. And, and it's like, I run a business. I've been, I've run a business. Like that's just a cost of doing business. So, Raise your prices if you want. I was just going to say, if you right. don't poke me in the right. eye because I ain't coming back here again. Right. If right. you want it to not be political, that's right. Don't wine item it on the receipt. Just bake yeah. it into your into your prices. That's that amazes me. But I have heard that about the pharmacy in New York too. There was a lot of people that were saying that their their pharmacists were kind of turning them away. I never heard of that practice of pharmacies turning people away no. because because the medications cost too much for well, the pharmacy or take too long well, to make or, or, or take too long to make. It didn't balance out. It wasn't profitable. Crazy. It could be there that. If, if you are insured through the exchange, the medication isn't covered. Therefore, you have to pay out of pocket. And um, that was a risk by pharmacists. But I've never been to a pharmacy, and I've paid some insane out-of-pocket costs for, for, oh, for drugs. Right. Just like $400 for a, a, a mm-hmm. month supply of something because yeah. um, my deductible is so high. Mm-hmm. I don't know any pharmacy that's got a loan opportunity. <laughs> There's no financing your drugs. It's either you pay or you don't get them. So yeah. why th- that doesn't make sense either. So I, I don't know what it would well, be. There, we should learn the, more about it because I bet there's something there. Yeah, I, I bet there is. But well, I mean, was the preparation time was there? I, I don't know. That but makes what? me question their whole business model. Obama I mean, doesn't dictate how uh, you yeah, prepare exactly. drugs. Uh, I mean, that's I like know. operational expenses there. I mean, you should really I, look. Honestly, I, and I'm being simplistic. I do not know anything about the pharmacy business no, model. I but I mean, you would think that if that is such a, if it's so sensitive to Obamacare being like why they won't de- deny you drugs, you may want to take an internal look at yourself. It would have been, you know, right. just say it what's going been great on here. Push back and say, explain to me how this has to do with. Yeah, well, I was I was at my wits end already trying I'm to sure. find a reliable pharmacy. We ended up going to uh, the uh, the hospital, actually, where my wife well, that's works, good. and just using the pharmacy there because it's like they're they seem to be driven by different incentives to want to meet your needs and, mm-hmm. and serve the public. So. Well, that's also an added insult to have a pharmacy. Like, I mean, you're, you're seeking out medication for your child. That's like ridiculous for them to even say that. I, and I mean, well, the, and then at the end of a, a, a bill in a restaurant, this just, come on guys, get a break, get a grip. This is the age we're living in. You know, it is the age we're living in. Anyway. Okay. I guess we're ranting too much. So anyway, it it is obviously it's good news for, um, people who are insured. It's good news for providers. That's good news for our audience because, Mm -hmm. um, it would have been extraordinarily disruptive. It It would have been up, especially to just Um, pull the rug out from it now. Yeah. Like right when it's just kind of, it's finally reached its critical Warm mass. And, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. What did the, what, I like the ending of that article where Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff of Ohio Health said, a negative ruling would have been disruptive. It would have been a lot like pulling a thread in a garment. You just don't know what will happen if you pull that thread. If dun, you dun, dun, want dun. to destroy my sweater. <laughs> a little what Weezer reference right there. Pull yeah. a thread. If you want I to destroy to my Obamacare. <laughs> <laughs> never heard that song. Sorry. <laughs> sweater song, isn't it? Called the sweater yeah, song? We could call it the Obamacare song. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's a big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal. Big deal. Well, you know, I mean, it's. I don't think it's a straight, you know, like it's great, but there's still a lot of, a lot of challenges with the Obamacare that are going to, hospitals are going to face. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure we're going to see oh, more. There's challenges we're all yeah. going to face with it, but I mean, I mean well, it's. They, they can certainly, folks should try to perfect it yeah absolutely yeah, I, I think, think it's, it's perfect point by here. any stretch right. of imagination but it certainly is proving positive in many ways um 
so let's try to make it better. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the direction we took with the last that's episode, right. too. It's like it's all jiggery pokery applesauce. And this is one. Of, this is one of those areas too that I think is less about compromise and more about one side when it comes to like left and right. More about mm-hmm. one side just saying, "All right, let's let's try." You know, I think you, in certain things, I think you compromise so much. Pretty soon, you just like destroyed what it was because it's mm-hmm. so compromised. It's not even effective. It's like just take it for what it is. Try to make it work. Mm-hmm. And if like in ten years it's just not working, you know, let's consider exploring something else. Right. Give right. it give it time and don't try to destroy it. Yeah, but that means that your enemy succeeds. That's oh, why God. this doesn't happen. Yeah, that's unfortunate. You can't that let your enemy succeed in any way. And it's not just Republicans that do that. Democrats do the oh, same. Oh, yeah. Both mm-hmm. sides are plenty guilty. Yep. And, and every other side. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Tea Party and everybody. Yep. All okay. Right. So that was exciting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we want to talk about Google Wristband next. We do want to talk about Google the Wristband. Because this is just innovative and mind-blowing. And did I did I have a rant about, I think I did, about the Time Magazine article on the Apple Watch, speaking of. No. Oh, oh my God. Well, they were, they were a little over-the-top enthusiastic about it, weren't they? That is an understatement. <laughs> I am not kidding you. That article was so laughable. Yeah. Basically, he was saying the Apple Watch will change everything. Everything. It's so revolutionary. It's unbelievable. It's like, I don't even think it's going to succeed, frankly. Really? Because I think it's as ugly as sin. That's why. If it's an Apple um, wallet or an Apple belt buckle or something that's not supposed to be jewelry, and it's going to be limited to geeks. I'm but telling come on. you. I mean, I don't think that the way it looks is in the reason why I won't succeed. Why that's will that's why it's succeed. not going to. Well, yes. I think it that's. Is. I think it could be with it a, wa- a watch. Is a fashion item. A watch is a fashion item. It, yeah, but there's a lot of fashion items that are questionable taste to me, and they're really popular. I All mean, I'm saying is it's going to be restricted to the geek world. It's not going to. It's not going to become universal, like it, like an iPhone. We'll see. Is a phone. We'll see. I mean, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know what to think about the iPhone at first either. Mm-hmm. Like, is this thing going to catch on? But it it did. I know. Mm-hmm. And the iPad is the same. Way. And there's other things. And I'm yeah. just. Other things. No, I'm, I look at that thing, and I and that was also he was saying it was so beautiful and elegant. I'm like, it looks like a Casio. It's a digital watch. It looks like a technology, a piece of technology. No matter how beautiful it is, it and is I big just at think, this point. It needs to get smaller. Even mm-hmm. even the small version of it, because there's two sizes, is still quite large i would like to get one just to uh, have a good ex- experiment with it from a development de- developer standpoint mm-hmm. um so that's kind of my reasoning of if i ever do would. but we'll i think see. Yeah. i'll probably yeah. wait i put it out there right so. there in the podcast so if i'm wrong i'll own up right. to it but, but so but brings but, us to the google the but the google article wristband. is about like google wristband which is like what google is trying to do is develop a, a wristband right their the, own revolutionary their own revolutionary thing if only we had another wristband yes. that we could that use can measure that pulses and bits of information in it first of all i like how they talk about their x division that sounds really mysterious right they have like these these developers that are working in the basements of, of Google somewhere trying to come up with cool things. But they're developing this experimental uh, wristband um, that is... <laughs> that this, could measure pulse and heart rhythm? Yeah. And, <laughs> wait, is and this skin temperature and also like environmental information. But this is like one of the first things that Google is actually drawing the lines, or not drawing the line, but they're basically stating this is designed for medical use. They're creating it so that it can be used in a, in a medical environment. And, you know, uh, um, in clinical trials with medical patients, they're really moving it in, into this whole realm, right? I know that they've went into Google Health before, which didn't work out, right, That the online health record. Mm-hmm. But um, I think this is a lot different than things like the Fitbit, which is more of an, uh, an, an exercise-related, mm-hmm. not necessarily health-related. 
um, the Apple Watch, which can ca- we can, can capture some stuff like that. So what is it? What is this thing tracking specifically, or can it track? Well, it says right now. Pulse, heart rhythm, skin temperature, environmental information, light exposure, and noise levels. So, okay. Well, those are all things that are... I know that every devices can do. Right. I mean, other things don't. Like, I've, I've got... So, I've got my Fitbit on right now. Mm-hmm. At, by my bedside at home, I've, asked, I've got something called the um, Hello Sense, which is for helping with sleep in, mm. in terms of, like, measuring. So, at night, it measures how, the light quality of your room. So, how much light is in your room. Mm-hmm. Measures the humidity of the room measures the sound in the mm-hmm. room and then there's also these little pills that you put on your pillow and it measures your sleep activity at night and it gives you a report every day wow the sleep activity of measurement is really poor it actually mm-hmm. doesn't catch up it hasn't caught like when we've had to get out of bed to go you know address a crying child mm-hmm. um so you know you'd think that that would be something it would catch when yeah, you actually you get think, out of your yeah. bed for a period of time um so that part of it's not great but it does capture the other things so getting those metrics are interesting Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, in conjunction with the, you know, the stuff that the Fitbit provides. And, throughout and the they day, allude so. to like uh, measuring blood oxygen levels and a variety of other things here. I mean, really, the point here is they're they're developing it in such a way that for FDA approval. Sure. So this is going to be like this is this is like Google laying down the gauntlet saying you, you want a medical device. That, a medically the one device. the last one you just said, I think, is probably one of the most interesting. The mm-hmm. um, uh, an actual so a blood oxygen level sensor that you could have uh, on you, uh, your pulse mm-hmm. ox. Kind of at all times to get those measurements because I don't know, like with our with our son, that was what was kind of tipped us off to the, his his very serious mental conditions when we brought him in, and that was finally identified. Um, so having like information like that much earlier would have, you know, in our case, would have helped you know us identify that he was having mm-hmm. breathing issues and stuff. So that's an, that's an interesting one. It is kind of interesting, and, you know. I mean, we're moving more and more to this Internet of Things, the wearable devices, oh, and yeah. they're going to be used in the healthcare space. But I think where this article, and this came from Huffington Post, differs, um, it, it really outlines the difference that Google is actually going in with this first, designing it for medical use first. Right. I, th- I think a difference between <clears throat> you've got Apple who doesn't come out, like with, they come out with like the iPhone or mm-hmm. the Apple Watch or even the Apple TV. And a lot of times they kind of leave these things open as they don't, they don't pigeonhole it. They mm-hmm. say this is this is here are all the things this thing could, they don't say this is what this is. They say, mm-hmm. here are all the things that this thing can do. Right. Right. And they, and they, they allow the users to kind of define what right. they are. So it's, this is definitely a different approach. And I think Google tried that with glass. They didn't really define those, you know, those hideous glasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't necessarily define like, here's why you should wear them. It was kind of like, here's what they are and here's what you could do. Right. So this is a very different approach to say, this is specifically for this. It isn't right. for this. I mean, it's, maybe, it, maybe it will do this, but it's not going to like vibrate when you get a notification on your phone. It's not for that. This is just for, and maybe it will, or maybe it said that it's going to do that. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but I mean, say, that would be useful too, right? But to, to say that it's message? specifically for this right. you know, and not right. for all these other things right. is a different approach for Google, I think, mm-hmm. and a, def- a different tactic from where their competitors have gone with this kind of thing. So, yeah. I, I, what are your thoughts, Chris? I'm reading the comments on the story, and it's... <laughs> of course. <laughs> Never read wouldn't the this, comments. Wouldn't this be an invasion of one's privacy, giving personal information to a third party? What if one doesn't want one's doctor to have the information such band would well, give the doctor and whoever hacked into the transmission? What is this nation declining to when one can't even keep one's own heart rate confidential when in a noisy bar? I don't understand the noisy bar part, um, <laughs> but I would say, A, I don't see government officials walking around forcing you to wear the wristband <laughs> exactly <laughs> if you don't want people to know then don't buy the wristband yes 
that and what is this country coming to when a product that i buy does what it's supposed to and i don't want it to do that in my day i walked uphill to school and uphill back home exactly and we measured heart rates by by (laughs) tin cans I mean, <laughs> okay. I don't um, know. I mean, I, it's interesting. I'd say, <laughs> I just started looking through the comments too. Of course, it's related to Obamacare. Did you see that in that comment? Yep. Well, that's uh, in Obama, there. It's according yeah. to Obama's health, Obama's healthcare plan. Is well, why Google anytime, is doing this. Anytime you're gonna, I mean, have we you've gone down this road so many times? I mean, people should. I mean, anytime you're gonna, there's always a benefit to giving up, right? A little bit of you know the your your personal private, you know, your privacy mm-hmm. in this case to to get some kind of value back for that. It's a right. trade off. Right, it. The, ah, I'm sorry. We're going down the rabbit hole. Comments. <laughs> I should have never done that. Now what happened? Now what? Here's one. In a few years, this is the headline, right? In a few years, a doctor may prescribe you may prescribe you a Google wristband to call him in the morning, and then the comment is, "But my doctor's a woman, so it won't call her in the morning." Oh, okay. <laughs> and then, that's a guy, and then that woman said, "I thought the same thing when I saw the headline," and then another woman says, "OMG, get over it," <laughs> and then. D- <laughs> Dickie O'Toole weighs in <laughs> in English, which is the language we speak. The male pronoun is used in the event of unknown or neuter, neuter gender. At least that's the way I was taught in school 25 years ago. But I'm sure we've changed grammar rules to appease feminists since then. Oh, oh my, my god! <laughs> I think like, there's like you have to. I have to like click to see more. Dickie O'Toole is Dickie O'Toole is listening to a little Rush Limbaugh right Dickie now. Dickie O'Toole. Do you think that's a that's got to be a, a a an intentional name? Because he's both his first name and his last name. I think it's. I think he it's is a real Dickie, name. and he's a tool. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost redundant. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Well. Kudos to Google. <laughs> Kudos to Google. <laughs> and Dickie O'Toole. And Dickie O'Toole. Dickie O'Toole. <laughs> All right. Well, there's one more thing we wanted to cover, right? Yes. This Boy, is, what do you got? This is the one that I found. Um, well, of course, it's being kind of talked about everywhere you go. You hear it everywhere. But um, about those rainbow profile filters. Rainbow's um, everywhere these days. Like rainbow's happy, it's everywhere. Happy, it's a happy day to be Yay. weak to be living in. Hashtag love wins. But um, but those uh, Facebook introduced that filter, the rainbow filter that everybody went and, and kind of clicked on. And, of course, immediately thereafter, the conversations arose about speculation, whether Facebook is using this as a, an indicator of understanding where your profiles and your preferences are and, and, and likability. So yeah, of course I, thought, they, I, would, I would assume they are. Now, of course. They did. You Go ahead. No, go. What were you going to say? <laughs> I don't believe that, that this has been confirmed that they're doing that. You said that it has. All this is a speculation. Yes. That's all that's out there. There is no Facebook, Facebook has not come out and said, yes, but why, this is what we're but doing. But why wouldn't they do that? I mean, that's, they're, they're tracking everything else about you and your likes and what, you, what you're clicking on and liking, what your interests are. Why wouldn't they do that? But, why, why is that so, such a so bad thing? So if they do, it's kind of like, what has this country come to when <laughs> Wait, I Dickie post O'Toole's a rainbow back. flag on my profile <laughs> and the company that runs that product uses that to define me? Well, Dickie O'Toole I guess my point is, where's on the, his Facebook there's profile. nothing there there. Why, it's not surprising, nor should it be upsetting. No, no. But I, uh, Why is it a talker? You, what's, what's the talker here, boy? The talker here for me is that, of course, it, goes, it, it continues to go into this whole, like, first of all, don't be surprised that this all happens. Sure. But I think that the interesting point of this is, and it's, it, they summed it up nicely in a, in a line that I'm going to read in a second, but knowing all these different preferences and these different interests and these different 
the different things that Facebook knows, well, when you, which knows more than Google yeah, knows I mean, about Part of you. the sign up for Facebook is I, to say, what of these things do you like? Right. Do you hear, what bands do you like? Now, wait, what, wait. what other things I do you like? I still would argue, it says in here, Facebook has access to more personal data than any single entity in history, and it compares it to Google. I still would argue Apple. I, well, still, I would still argue, because Apple could have almost all the data that Facebook has. Because they could track what you're liking on their devices. And it also knows who we're talking to. It knows who our contacts are. It knows it, it knows personal things that Facebook doesn't know. I don't call people on Facebook. I don't have my calendar on Facebook. That's so true. anyway, I just, I, I'm just i curious to that. But that, no, sorry, no, no, that's a, a good point. I before, no, I, I think that, you know, doesn't back, matter. To, back to that earlier, yeah, that earlier yeah. discussion we had. But, but still, that is a good data point to know about a person, whether they yeah. support this or not. Because, I mean, uh, if I were running a social it's network. It's going to help you shape the market. It's going to help. Yeah, exactly. It's going to help ultimately the bottom line, the money. The line here that was um, that the guy in this article that we're going to reference um, wrote, which I think is really cool, is like, what if you were able to correlate that people who like the X-Files, Game of Thrones, swimming, and nutrition and who also changed their profile image with the rainbow filter were more significantly likely to be convinced by peer pressure than any other group. Uh, what, if, what if you could correlate the size of Mars with air coming out my ass? I don't understand. <laughs> what? That's just like completely meaningless to me. Well, I, I'm, but, I'm getting hangry, I can tell, but I don't, <laughs> if he says, I'm not saying this is the case and it's purely hypothetical, then what is the point of it? I think, of course they can correlate this. Yeah, stuff. and I, of course they can, and of course they would, and, and I would expect will. them to do it. I think the reason that it's news at all, or that people are probably talking about it, is the whole thing with Facebook, that was it last year, mm -hmm. where they came out and shared their own case study of how they were trying to manipulate people's happiness by with what by what yes. they would show. Right. So they're they put themselves on the line there. And yeah. now almost everything they do, I think, is going and probably everything a lot of companies like them do, because of that and other things, I'm sure that's not the only thing, is people are gonna look through it with you know, through this big brother lens, like what are you doing with the data you're gathering about me? Yeah. Um but I I expect them to do something with that, you know? Mm -hmm. And honestly, I'd be shocked if they didn't. And if they could do it and tailor things that show up on my timeline to be more interesting to me and more relevant to me mm -hmm. um, and overpower, you know, my father's political rants that I don't want to read the <laughs> racist comments that follow <laughs> them up from other people, then I would, I would like them to take that data and do something to get that crap off of there. So, so, I, this, don't, if so I don't filter, have to demote my own father to not see that stuff. Okay, so if this filter can help you prevent uh, prevent putting your father's rants on your Facebook yes, I am timeline, all for it. you're all for it? Okay. You know, I, one, one other note about the, <laughs> the, the whole the rainbow thing. Um, I, and I've seen this before. I saw, what were, there have been other times where you could put like a, a purple filter or a green filter. Mm -hmm. What was green? Was that for like the stuff that was happening in Syria or Egypt? Yeah. Oh gosh. Was Isn't it, that sad that I don't even remember that? Cause I did put, people put a it. color yeah. filter over yeah. or something to their picture. Like, right. that. um, but what I've seen when that happens are, is this feedback like through Twitter and through other channels or articles written about this, where it's like people getting on their high horse saying that that is like, um, that they, they think that that's crap, that people shouldn't be doing that, that it's, that it's, um, it doesn't help a movement, that it's not enough, that if you believe in something, you should be doing more than putting a rainbow filter over your mm -hmm. picture. And, and I, to me, I'm, and they're like, it doesn't matter. They're like, you shouldn't mm -hmm. do it. It doesn't help the cause. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I mean, it's fine. I think it's, I think it absolutely helps the cause, you know, in this case, um, equality right. for somebody to, 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 in a very simple way, say, Hey, i think this is cool. I agree with, with this decision. And this is a quick way I'm going to say that I agree with this and support this. Um, because 
you know, this is a cause I believe in, but unlike other people, it's not like my life's mission to go out and right. further this cause. Right. Right. I have other causes that are my life's mission. Maybe it's my children right now. Right. Maybe it's my job. Right. I don't have the time right now. It's not a priority for me to go out and make, you know, yeah. this my mission. But what I can do in a small mm-hmm. way is say, hey, I support this. I believe in this. And this mm-hmm. is my small way of doing yep. that. So I absolutely, it just kind of infuriates me when I see people come out and say, you're not doing enough. I just heard that, that the other, I just heard that last night too. And I had the same thought. It was, it was a local radio host that was basically completely making fun of um, TV land for taking Dukes of Hazard off the air yep. for the Confederate flag, right? And we can debate whether that's good or not. Right. But his point was, it's meaningless, it's stupid, who cares? That's, that's not gonna help the issue. And I think if you're TV land, Right, and you think this is an important issue, that's one way that you can show your support for this issue. Right, yeah. And and I agree that it's not going to solve the problem. To your point, right. putting a, a color filter on your Facebook thing is not going to solve the problem, but it that doesn't make it bad. Right. right. If basically the standard is, unless you're out there doing something proactively with your life to solve the problem, don't do anything. Right. Is that right. your message? Exactly. Because then that's just cynical. Right. right. That's silly. Right. That is so cynical. that's like outrage that mm-hmm. for the sake of outrage. Right. And it, 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 it almost always comes from the mouth of somebody who like that platform is their soapbox. You know, it's like part of their life's mission is to further that. To further that. Well, they just see it as like yeah. trivial. Like, well, right. that's, you're not helping. And it's right. like, no, they're helping in the best way they can yeah. or in, in a way that they can. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's not enough, but they're not saying it's enough. They're not saying, look at me, I'm solving the equality right, problem by right. putting a colored filter right. on my Facebook avatar. What I mean, do they call it? They call that hashtag activism, right? Isn't that what they call this whole oh, phenomenon? What, how much time do we have left? Boy, you shouldn't have said that. How much time do we have left in our podcast? <laughs> a few minutes. It's almost, okay. it's almost the 30. I am going to put my fist down right now. We have got to stop labeling everything hashtag oh, I now. <laughs> I mean it. Everything. Everything is labeled hashtag something. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, this is actually a term, the word hashtag right now, hashtag activism, not the actual hashtag and activism. It's but, but actually a concept. I'm sure that that's related. I no, know. But, it, but, it ta- but it's about, I think it probably has something to do with playing the plan. The hashtag. That's used. why they call it that. Why yeah. would they call it that otherwise? No, no. Right. You're but not going to use that term unless you're talking about but, it from a social but media I think standpoint. But I think they're on your side. People using that term are on. They on, are. To share your, what you're saying right now. They that they are by they, calling their own thing. It's hashtag? a term no, coined but, by media outlets ref, which refers to Twitter use, using hashtag for internet activism. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Hashtag activism. So that's it's a like cynical. it's like a, it's a cynical view of okay, activism. Thank you. Yes. Then, they, yeah. then they are my because <laughs> everything now seems to be hashtag something. Yeah, and it's it's getting too much. Yeah, I pick on Boyer, but I, I'll pick on anybody. Like you can pick on it's me. it's all over when I listen to podcasts or whatever. It's like you know, hashtag mm-hmm. whatever, and I'm like, and it's I will I I I find I'm fine with the use of hashtags in the right places, but where it's super where, in Twitter, where I really find where, yeah, Twitter is fine. <laughs> like Instagram is fine. Well, and I know it's, it's obviously you can use it if you have like a public facing Facebook page or, you know, if you're, if, if you're a brand or if you are somebody who leaves theirs wide open to the world, now all of a sudden your those hashtag connections work within Facebook too. But when you're posting like to, to Instagram and sharing directly to Facebook and all of your hashtags come across with it, it's like, I, it, all right, now it's out I of place in this world. I think it's empire. a joke that's been done. That's why yeah, yeah. because I, well, people to put it in Twitter all the time, like hashtag 
wish YOLO. I would have done this or hashtag silly rabbits or hashtag whatever. It's a it's a joke that is old for me now. And now it's not only on Twitter. Now I hear it out in the real world where people say it to mean something. And I'm just like, oh my God, that was, it, it's not funny on Twitter anymore. And now people are saying it. I'm right? going to take a counter argument. I know. I knew you and, were, I, and, and the reason why I'm going to do that <laughs> is because it's actually a semantic, it's actually a, something that you can use that unifies conversations. You can, the whole concept of the hashtag and a word, you can actually now start searching across multiple different platforms too, where people are talking about it. It's actually sort of like taxonomy across Why do you need platforms. You could just search for the word. Why do you need the hashtag? <laughs> Thank you. You don't need a hashtag for that. The do hashtag you? is actually, the hashtag gives that word a little bit more meaning. So if you put the word Apple, right? Just the word Apple, and you're looking for Apple. Let's say you're looking for Apple, the product Apple, okay. right? Okay. Right? Okay. Um, and so if you search the word Apple across the internet and across social media, you're going to get all these things, including things about Macintosh apples and sure. Granny Smith apples and all these other apples, okay. and apple pies and applesauce, and you know, you get Justice Scalia in there. But, um, but the point is, though, if you put a hashtag and the word like Apple in this particular case, you could be referencing to something a little bit m that has a little bit more meaning than How? just the, the term How does the hashtag Apple. give it any different meaning than just the word? It, Couldn't all the things, all the examples you, you just gave could still be used? The with use the of the hashtag is actually your and well, no, in the, the right ways means that you're actually adding value to what that word but is. The you're actually saying that's a way to categorize or tax. The assumption, though, there is that every time somebody uses the hashtag on Apple, that it's related to the company Apple that's and right. not related to a well, chef okay, maybe that wasn't a good example, right? But like you could say for anything, dude. Like hashtag love wins. Okay, that's the thing that's being used for. I can't search for love wins in quotes. You could search for love wins and quote, but the point is, is that people are using that and that's now a, 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 a unified taxonomy it's, that's okay, used it's across fine. multiple that's platforms. A, yeah. It's a quick way I'm to search fine. within channels. I'm yes. fine with hashtags that, that are meant to coalesce around an idea. I'm fine with that. That's the initial idea behind a hashtag. Right. right. What the joke is when people make a commentary and then they say, you know, hashtag bloviated commentary or hash, they make a sentence out of it. It's right. not to coalesce around an idea. It's to have humor. And that humor is not working for me anymore. <laughs> uh, fair <laughs> and, enough. And then I hear it beyond Twitter and it, it just makes it's me like It's like permeating shudder. conversation. It is. It's yeah. permeating conversation now. Which it, now it's like, come on. And when these things, these things run their, I think once they start permeating conversation and just becoming annoying, then they've, now they're starting I wanna to I want to say like course. hashtag about, stop using Bleeping hashtag to say what you want to say. <laughs> hashtag That's, no hashtag, which is it by the way a hashtag. So I'm I'm Just fine so you know. with like like <laughs> using hashtags to try to to use them as a magnet for an idea right. around that. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. But that's not what I'm raging about. I'm raging about the the other stuff. And you know what I'm talking about. I'll, I do. I'll pull up Twitter and I'll find an example yeah. before the end of the podcast. Yeah, or you, I, what comes to mind is like Fallon and Timberlake and they right. old back and forth hashtag this hashtag you know they have right. a conversation back and forth it's just all hashtags and it's, it's it, the joke is over yes I think the I joke agree. is over I think the joke is over but I think I still hashtags think, are not over they're still useless I right. still, and I right. still think there's some funny hashtags yeah usage that you can use to that are sarcastic takes on the use, using of hashtags I think that's still there too I, Maybe. I, I, I watch a joke, show. I watch a TV just, show called At Midnight. I'm not sure if you guys have seen this, but uh, it, it rips yeah, on the it. internet. Is it, and, what's his name? Uh, Chris. Yeah. 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 So he, and he does hashtag wars where they come up with some funny concept and then they make up jokes based on this like hashtag, you know, like. 
Seth Meyers does that too. Yeah. Well, so yeah, Fallon, exactly. Fallon will give people like a and hashtag. Fallon does that and, too, and, right? And they'll, people will tweet out their and I think that know, silly I, stories about the roommate or whatever. I still find that to be funny. I that still, is that is I funny. Like that. Well, that's a good example of using them in a in a in the in the right way. Right. I think the the rant is more about just the the permeation of actual getting you know now that's in the channel of actual human speaking mm-hmm. where hashtag is completely right serves no purpose other okay. than to try okay. to be it's, it's to try yeah. to be trendy it's I almost think it's like just run its course it's like it's like okay. saying omg or lol you know like well, actually people, saying people it. say that people it's one thing that. when you type it out yeah. it's another thing well, when you just say it in conversation language evolves out, right? but like, like, supreme but, court ruling came in today hashtag yolo love my <laughs> liberal justices okay hashtag live in the dream <laughs> Hash, you know, it's just like, yeah, it's oh, like, it's so uh, But come on, you have to say that there are some good hashtags. Chris, what is one memorable hashtag that you kind of like? I can't. You can't? You know you know a couple, right? <laughs> Adam? A hashtag that I like? Well, yeah, right? one that's like funny when you see when you saw it. You're like, oh, that's hilarious. Oh, I don't know. I'm sure there were some, but I can't think of any offhand. Mine is hashtag the struggle is real, which I think is hilarious because that's when people talk about something. Oh, first world problems. Like first white, world problems. White, white like people problems. I, I want donuts. The, the hashtag the struggle is real, you know, and that, I think that's funny when people put I, that out there. Okay, well, we'll just you don't like that. Humor. My goodness. <laughs> I don't think that's. Gosh, <laughs> he is hangry. No, there are. I mean, you could find hashtag you, you could find hashtags like literally like white people problems and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then just search Twitter on that and get a good laugh. Hashtag out of some of the YOLO. Comes up. Hashtag hungry band names, which are like band names combined with food items. <laughs> like, like like I've like seen good satire in this where the entire tweet is a hashtag. Like hashtag, and yeah. then it's a message. I know. That's what I'm talking about. Like right. once you start getting beyond the useful well, label a hashtag, as, right. as a label, and you're using it as humor, it's just not for me anymore. I don't I know. Think I'm, it, maybe there, I'm alone. There was a time that it was kind of funny, but it's it's like I, don't I, well, I think I don't that time has passed. There's still there's still humorous there's ones. Still yes, humorous ones. There's one. I my one of my friends, Shell Holtz, who speaks a lot. I remember him putting up a hashtag that was like 140 characters long, and he says, "If you're going to tweet about me, use this hashtag." And it was like Shell Holtz's presentation is really awesome at the Healthcare Internet Conference, and it was exactly 140 characters long. And that was I thought that was humorous. Yes, because he's coming. making fun of it. Yes, he is. Okay, he's not <laughs> using it as an actual whatever the word would be. I don't know. Hashtag <laughs> angry. Hashtag hangry. Like it. <laughs> we're, we're approaching 40 minutes now, so we All should right, probably. Okay. Well, that was good. That rant was at the end. I don't see if anybody listens in. <laughs> they could tune out 10 minutes ago and be fine. Oh. All right. Well, if you have opinions on hashtags, tweet to us with a hashtag. I have opinion. I have a hashtag. I have an opinion on hashtags. There you go. <laughs> hashtag. Hashtag suck. Tell us why. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag bevel suck it. Oh, that's personal. Why did you that's go That's personal, yeah. isn't it? That was. That was Well, sorry. I didn't mean that personally. I wasn't attacking anybody. I was attacking the concept of a concept of useless hashtag. Humorous hashtags. <laughs> okay. Are we going to wrap up there? Let's wrap it. Sure. Wrap it up. Like a gift. Take it home with me. So, for the Healthcare Marketing Underground Podcast, Chris Bevelo. Adam Meyer. And Chris Boyer. Thanks for hanging in there. Hashtag thank you. Bye. That works. Ha, ha, ha.